This episode is brought to you by Progressive Insurance. Whether you love true crime or comedy, celebrity interviews or news, you call the shots on what's in your podcast queue. And guess what? Now you can call them on your auto insurance too with the Name Your Price tool from Progressive. It works just the way it sounds. You tell Progressive how much you want to pay for car insurance, and they'll show you coverage options that fit your budget. Get your quote today at Progressive.com to join the over 28 million drivers who trust Progressive. Progressive Casualty Insurance Company and Affiliates. Price and coverage match limited by state law. eBay Motors is here for the ride. Remember when you first saw the potential? And then through some elbow grease, fresh installs, and a whole lot of love, you transformed 100,000 miles and a body full of rust into a drive that's all your own. Look to your left. Look to your right. It's official. No one's got a ride like this. There's nothing else that sounds like, feels like, or looks like the set of wheels in your garage. With over 122 million parts, you can make sure your number one ride or die stays running smoothly, so there's no limit to how far you can take it. Brake kits, turbochargers, engines, exhaust kits, roof racks, LED headlights, bumpers, whatever your baby needs, eBay Motors has it. And with eBay Guaranteed Fit, it's guaranteed to fit your ride the first time, every time, or your money back. Plus, at these prices, well, you're burning rubber, not cash. Keep your ride or die alive at ebaymotors.com. Eligible items only. Exclusions apply. Sanchez gets hit, the ball is loose, and it's alive. And then going into the end zone is Steve Gregory. When this happened, you talked about it on the fan. And it was the backside of Brandon Moore that knocked the ball out. When New York sports happens, talk about it here. The Fan, 1019 FM, and always live on the free Odyssey app. Good morning, campers. Alan Jerry, don't worry, it's only an hour long, and most days it doesn't suck. Right, here we go, it's 5.02, it's Friday. What's up there, Eddie Scazzeri? Nice to see you, and across from me, his name is Al Riley Dukes. How you be, sir? Uh, good morning, Jerry. So yesterday afternoon, I put this, uh, I go, let me check in on the oh Mets. Yeah. And I, I checked in on the MLB app. And, well, first I saw a headline that said, um, Justin Verlander, something, something. And I was like, it looked like whatever the headline was, it was like not good. Okay. And I put it on and I put it on. The game had just started. And uh, I see a, a highlight video that I could watch right there on the MLB app. Back to back homers. Yes. Correct. Very quick. So then I, I was like, I'm not watching this. <laughs> so I expected much worse when I uh, saw the end of the game. Yes. But it ended at 2 nothing. It ended at 2 nothing because the Met offense is... Now, Eduardo Rodriguez was outstanding, all good, but, I mean, come on, three hit, Three. Three hits. For the game. Correct. And Tommy Pham had a hit in the first inning, or the second inning, whatever yeah. it was. Yeah, it was, like, not, it's, it was not a good performance. They get swept by the Tigers. Like, say that again. Swept by the Tigers. This was the series they were supposed to go, as they say, get fat on. This was the get fat series. Oh, my God. Yeah. I mean, just. Swept by the Tigers. I thought it was nice that the that the the fans that showed up to the game in Detroit were giving a nice nice round of applause they did. for Justin Verlander. Yeah, no, and, and unlike when you put the game on on Wednesday, that first part of the doubleheader where it looked like by your own section day, yeah. there were people wasn't a big crowd, yeah. but at least behind home plate, it looked good. There were people there. It was a sun splash day in Detroit. 
and the fans were very nice to him. How do we decide whether we're going to boo someone who used to play here or when we cheer someone who used to play at our stadium? Two things. Yeah. Did they win? Okay. And how did they leave? So he he pitched, I didn't realize this, 13 years. Yeah, he's old. In Detroit. <laughs> yes. Yeah. And then he went to Houston, right? Right. And then now Matt. So, okay, so he pitched 13 years, long time. Pitched well there. Cy Young's, yeah. And how did he leave there when he... He got traded, I believe. So it wasn't like he forced his way out and was like, this city sucks. Right, and that is one of those things where, like, fan bases will never forgive you. Yeah. When you're like, get me out of here. Yeah, this place stinks. Like, if people gave a crap about the Nets, you you would think the next time Kyrie Irving comes in... Yes. They're going to boo the crap out of Correct. him. Correct. Um, and I think that will happen. I think. I mean, who the hell knows? Maybe not. Even a guy like Durant, who I, you know I loved. I really did. I loved watching him. But to force your way out and request a trade and just abandon the team, to me, I'd be like, I'd boo him as much as I liked him. And I never noticed this in Justin Verlander, and maybe it's something he's been doing for years and years and years. Maybe I'm paying hyper-focused attention to him because he's a Met now. That jump he does after he throws mm-hmm. a pitch, that's, I guess, I'd, been going on forever. Yeah, I think that's kind of his the hop. F- yeah. It looks yeah. bad on a home run. It almost looks like, who was that Met pitcher who used to point to the sky? Oh, um, and he went to the Angels. <laughs> yeah. Oh, God. A lefty? No. No, uh, it was a reliever. No, I don't think he was a lefty. Yeah, I don't think he was oh, lefty Come on, either. he went to the Angels right after the Mets, I think. He would do the sky I point. I know. I'm going to Google Mets pitcher sky ah. point. Sky point. Well, a lot of them do it, right I hope it does. No, dude. Doesn't come right up. Damn it, Jerry. I can't think of his name. Steven ah. is telling us Pedro Feliciano? No. No, that's not who it is. But uh, partly because a lot of them do it. It's a, it's a Mets they, reliever that went. Fliegelman, who's the Mets reliever that went Robles. To, yeah, Hansel Robles. That's it. Ah, uh, yes. Robles. Thanks, Mike. Hansel Robles. Yeah. That's it. It reminded me of that. Like when he would uh, give up a home run, he would just point. As if it were just like a routine yeah. pop-up. Meantime, it went 450 feet. Yeah, Justin Verlander <laughs> would like throw his pitch, hop. And, <laughs> and, and on the two back, on the back-to-back home runs, it looks ridiculous. Yes, it does. But when you get a nice pitch that someone swings ridiculously at and misses, yeah. and you hop off the mound, it looks cool. It, was, it does look cool. Yeah. When you're successful, a lot looks cool, actually. So, so he, meaning Justin Verlander, looked at that game as a successful... Uh, return to pitching. Would you agree or disagree? Successful. That's an interesting way to put it. Um, I would like, say. Would you be feeling good after the? Now you're just a Verlander. Yes. You haven't pitched all season. You give up the back-to-back home runs. You settle in nicely after that. The Mets don't score. Of course, was that a successful pitching? It was solid. Solid. It was successful health-wise. I would say it was a solid first start. At the end of the day, it's still only five innings, about eighty pitches. So I would expect next start for him, they push him to about 90 pitches, and then you're into your hundreds after that. But the fact that I think he came out of it from everything I've read and seen, feeling good, Yeah, it's a solid start. It just would have helped had the Mets scored a damn run or two. So after the, after the back-to-back homers, he only gives up three more hits the rest yeah, of his way. That was it. Five strikeouts, one walk. Yeah. Yeah, I would say it looks pretty good, but it just... The problem is it doesn't compare to what Rodriguez did. Rodriguez went yeah. eight innings. Strikes out nine, and how about this number? 70 out of 101 pitches for strikes. 70. I mean, that's awesome, because we see guys that can't find the strike zone, and they're 3-2 on every batter. 
this guy was locked in. Hmm. Pretty good. Now, in the game, uh, Gary Cohen was very angry. Yeah, I didn't pull this yet. I know what you're talking about. Uh, so it was the ninth inning. Yeah. The Mets are down 2 nothing because they can't get anything going. Brandon, My name is John Lynch. I'm a member of the Hi, National Guard. That's probably I, me, Eddie. Sorry. So he... <laughs> He winds up on first base, Brandon Nimmo. Yes. Starling Marte is up. Now, he tries to steal second, down 2 nothing, Which makes not much sense. Gary Cohen, first of all, it was hilarious. The throw was so great, he tagged him out right on his head. Like in, It was perfect. Oh, my God, it was a perfect yeah. throw. So Gary Cohen was very angry that he shouldn't be stealing in that situation. Correct. But they're down 2 nothing. They've done nothing all day. Understood. Maybe he's trying to, you know... As we know, much easier to score from second than from first. You're not going to bounce into a double play. You're right, except that the guy at the plate is the tying run. And he's a home run hitter. You Well, I mean, Alonzo, when I, when I hear home run hitter, I think Alonzo. That's who I think. Starling Marte, though, is very capable of driving one into the seats. And so if you're, you're down two runs yeah. and you've got Marte up, it's probably the smarter thing not to make the second out at second base because, in in essence, your run doesn't mean anything. Like, without the run behind you, your run means nothing, especially. Now, you want to tell me it's the eighth inning and you're trying to just get something going? The problem is it's the ninth inning. It's your last turn at bat. You're down two runs, and the guy at the plate's the tying run. Okay. So what are you, where are you going? And I think that Detroit catcher who threw him out, is the one of one of the guys that the Mets gave up in the trade for Verlander? He was somehow in the mix for the Ver, in the Verlander okay. trade. I don't know if he, you know, was with, I don't even remember that deal. Obviously, I wouldn't remember that. Jake Rogers, yeah, that he his was, name? I didn't know he was part of that trade. And they said he's the only guy currently on the team that was part of that trade. Wow. Okay. But there he is throwing Brandon Nimmo out right on his head. Sure did. That about, was awesome. This is funny because we talk about the Yankees and the injuries and like so many, like who are these guys? You had yesterday, this, I guess they just signed him. I'm not even sure. This Dominic Leone. He's on the Mets? Yeah, he pitched. <laughs> he pitched yesterday. And then in, in the middle, and we've seen him a little bit, but this Jeff Brigham, like who are these guys? Isn't it amazing? Yeah, I don't know. Who 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 are these people? Who are these people? Yeah. Who are these people? I almost felt like, no joke. Major League, when the guys are in the crowd, who are these effing guys? When we're not in the crowd, when they're taking the different screenshots from all the people reading the preview of the season, I never heard of these guys. Yeah, who, who are these people? You still have names in there. I'm not saying you don't, but I mean, in between uh, Smith and Verlander are these two guys. Like, uh, okay, and they didn't pitch badly, but uh, it's, you don't realize they're they're fi- they're 16 and 16 right now. There are 500 teams. The Mets are. Yes. You know, we talk uh, a lot of times on the podcast how I have. Uh, buyer's remorse no matter what I purchase, Jerry. Yes. Like almost everything I purchase, I will have some period at least that I regret my purchase. For sure. A lot of times that regret will hang with me forever. Mm -hmm. But there are times when I make a purchase, every time there's some sort of window in there, I was like, "Mm, should I have bought that, blah, blah, blah. This is what Steve Cohen's got to be. I agree. He's got to be buyer's remorse in his face off right now. He's spending $350 million on payroll, and they're very average. And right now, they're bad. Right now, they're not playing well at all. They're not hitting. They're boring. This is the worst thing. I always say this about teams in baseball. If you're going to lose, you can't be boring. You can't be boring. The Mets right now are boring. 
You hear that, Mets? They they're are. Boring. I mean, would you disagree? No, they're they're boring. They don't get any hits. They don't, they don't nothing. score runs. And this is where divisions are funny. So you look at the Yankees. The Yankees are seventeen and fifteen. They're not. They haven't played great, but they are still two games over five hundred. They are nine games out in the American League East. Yeah. You've got a team in the Twins that are eighteen and fourteen in first place in the Central, and the Mets, who I just mentioned, are sixteen and sixteen. They are six out, but that ain't nine out. And they're playing in the NL East behind the Braves. Now, good news, Jerry. The Rockies come to town, and I just took well, good a... Good news what? They just lost three games to the uh, the uh, Tigers. I just took a gander at the MLB standings. Yes. And it says here the Colorado Rockies are 12-20. and 20. Okay. You know what the Tigers were before their series with the Mets? Mm, no. They were 10-17. and 17. Oh. Now they're 13-17. and 17. Oh, I see. You got to go out and win. It doesn't matter who you. That's why we do this all the time with that. That's going to be a win. Look at this stretch. Sometimes you play up and down to your competition, and all that crap flies right out the window. It does fly right out the window. It does. So we got Kodai Sanga tonight, Jerry. He's been steady. 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 But not. But if the Mets don't score, it doesn't matter. That's true. And they're facing a fellow named Antonio Senzalatela. Did I nail that? I mean, it's close. Fair. That's fine. Pretty close, Jerry. I, w- I will give you a pass on that. All one. right. All right. So, this is. Want to go out to Stanley Field? <laughs> <laughs> no, I do not. This is a get right series. Uh, they're getting fat. That's what yeah, you call well, it. No, they got fat, all right, but they didn't win this, uh, this week. They got to do it this weekend now. They're going to get fat. Holy cow. What other pitchers we got for the Mets this weekend? Because I remember uh, in the game we were talking about the other day. About screwing up the rotation. Joey Lucchese had to come out of the game because uh, they didn't have an idea for a pitcher. All right, so we got Kodai Sanga today. Then tomorrow we got Tyler Tyler McGill. McGill, Right. Peterson was sent down to the minors, correct? Correct. Yes, he was. And Sunday we got a a TBD situation. Right, because they haven't figured that out (laughs) yet. Oh, my gosh. The Rockies know what they're doing. I'm looking at all their starting pitchers. They're lined they've up got it, beautifully. They've got it all figured out. My Not God. the Mets. It's funny. Hmm. Be an interesting weekend at the City Field. I'm I'm very curious to see them coming back from this series. What the crowds are like. That's a that is an excellent point, Jerry. Because the weather is not not terrible this weekend, but it ain't great. I think Saturday is going to be decent. I think Saturday is going to be in the 60s, and Sunday's going to be nice. Tonight, I'm not sure about. I am really interested to see because people were. You know, very into the Mets when the season began. Right yes. now, it feels like there's a malaise hanging over this team. Right, David went out on the West Coast, where I hate the and West Coast. Played trips. great, played great. But you know where it started though? The Saturday and Sunday losses to the Giants. Their last uh, two Those games. Those last on the West two, Coast. yeah. Right, they were seven and one Correct. on that. And they have trip. not been right since they lost those two games to the Giants. So good trip, poor ending, and they just haven't done much since. Real quick, before we take a break, I thought this was. Fascinating because you and I had this conversation a few days ago. I, I think it was maybe even yesterday when we were talking about Gerard Gallant being surprised. Yes. Okay. Did you see who got fired yesterday? Uh, NBA? Yes. Uh, the Milwaukee Bucks coach. Yes. Whose name I don't so know. So Mike Budenholzer gets Budenholzer. fired yesterday. Yeah. Why? They just won an NBA championship two years ago. Their first in 50 years. And the Bucks fired him because of their first-round exit. What was interesting, though, in the article, because, again, you know it when you think about it, but sometimes it's just not right there. How about this? We were talking about the short 
shelf life of a NHL coach, an NBA coach, and the fact that Gallant was surprised that maybe they could let him go. <laughs> How about the last couple of last couple of years? So the 2021 NBA champion head coach fired only two years later after not having won in 50 years. Wow. Nick Nurse won a championship with the Raptors only in 2019. Yeah, he's he's gone. He's been gone. Fired. Frank Vogel, I know it was a bubble, but Frank Vogel wins the championship with the Lakers in 2020. He's gone. And now this guy is gone two years after doing what he did. I remember when the Red Sox won the um won the World Series with um with Terry Francona. And I remember saying, My God, this guy should have a statue built and he should manage this team until he dies for what he did with the Red Sox. And he was let go after winning a couple of times. Yeah, it's almost like that. Yeah, I was going to say he said after a couple of times. It's almost like they don't believe they're going to do it a second time. So it's like, move on, but, get somebody else. But we, All right, but how about this? If the Mets won a World Series this year, they haven't won since 1986. It is now, let's see, 23, 14, 37 years since the Mets have won a World Series. Yeah. If Buck Showalter and the Mets win a World Series this year, I wouldn't give a crap what went on the next couple of years. I'm not firing him because here's what I know. He knows how to manage and he won. It's the guys on the field that aren't doing it. He's not the problem. I don't know. That It's fascinating to me. Yeah, I did see that. Milwaukee, I was like, hmm. So do you think the people in Milwaukee were like sports radio Milwaukee? Are those dudes doing shows going, I can't believe they fired? I don't know. My guess is, oh, so I'll take you back to when the Bucks played the Nets. And going into that series, I do remember there was conversation about letting go of Budenholzer at that point because I guess they thought that they were underachieving. And then they go on and win the NBA championship. And so all those went out the window. I think he's got like two or three years left on a contract extension as well. So I don't know. Maybe they don't like him. They watch him every day. But they were clearly good enough to win once. Like, would you be surprised if Gerard Gallant got fired? No. You wouldn't? I would. Would I fire him? No. He had that team playing terrific hockey. They made some moves to try and take the go to the next level. It didn't work. I'm not firing. I, w- I wouldn't. I understand why they might. I wouldn't do it. I think I was reading the, I think it was the Larry Brooks column in the New York Post. Ooh, can you isolate that, Eddie? <laughs> <laughs> and he was saying that... Uh, that uh, the reason that people are asking about Gerard Gallant is because the Rangers haven't come out to, I guess, say they're not firing him. Right. They haven't do said anything yet. you have to yet. do that? Well, I, that's what I said to Boomer. I'm like, is there a thought that they're going to let him go? And he's like, well, Chris Drury's not going to make the decision overnight. They're going to think about the direction of the franchise. Plus, they got cap issues, so they got to figure it out. But they have not. Chris Drury, unless he spoke yesterday and I didn't see it, has not had an end-of-season press conference yet. But Gallant did, and his players yeah. did. So, all right, five nineteen. Nice start to the show. We've got uh, Boomer and Geo coming up at six. Lots to get to here on the fan. Okay, picture this: it's Friday afternoon when a thought hits you. I can spend another weekend doing the same old whatever, or I can hop into my all-new Hyundai Santa Fe and hit the road. With available H-Track all-wheel drive and three-row seating, my whole family can head deep into the wild. Conquer the weekend in the all-new Hyundai Santa Fe. Visit HyundaiUSA.com or call 562-314-4603 for more details. Hyundai, there's joy in every journey.
Today's episode is sponsored by NerdWallet's Smart Money Podcast. Ready to expand your financial game? NerdWallet can coach you on smart strategies like choosing investments, finding your next credit card, and setting a budget that works for you. Score major points towards your summer vacation by learning expert tips for choosing a high-yield savings account and how to build wealth by investing in index funds. Slide into summer with smarter decisions in 2024. Follow NerdWallet's Smart Money Podcast on your favorite podcast app. Future you will thank you. Before history is written, it's played. Before it's frozen in time, it's fought one shift at a time. Before it's etched in silver, it's carved in ice. What happens next will last forever. The Stanley Cup Final on ABC and ESPN Plus begins Saturday. Summer beat. It is a summer song. Old Dominion, Jerry. Country. I heard them on, uh, again, 94.7 HD2 this morning. They have a lot of good tunes. Yeah, I like this. this is but, good. Like, you can't play this in the winter. That's the problem with country music around here. The summer, the summer vibe. Yeah, and it's also funny when uh, the country station was still on the actual radio dial. I remember talking to uh, two of the women DJs. We had gone up there for mm-hmm. something, and... Uh, I said, oh, I go, uh, I love country music. I go, but uh, for whatever reason, I can only get into it in the summer. She goes, yeah, our listeners, too. (laughs) (laughs) I guess their ratings in this. They're very quiet in in December. (laughs) Yeah, they're just such. It's always about being on a boat, on an island, in a bar. Hey, Al, how about old school country? What about it? Like, would that translate to the winter? Like Waylon Jennings? Yeah, because that you're drinking. George Jones and Willie Nelson. Yes, because that you're drinking whiskey. In a in a wooden Merle uh, Haggard, yeah, but that's not so that that translates. That that's translates. A, that's yes. all year. But this is just like beers and yeah, tequila, I, right? On beaches, margaritas, margaritas, stuff. boats. You're right. That is boardwalks. True. But old school is about how your wife left you. And <laughs> yeah, truck crashed. Absolutely. Your horse died, and your tractor uh, blew an engine. They still talk about uh, your wife uh, leaving you, yes. and uh, yeah, but but drinking. But beers. now you just drink and forget about it. Yeah, you drink and I heard, forget about it. What a good I time! Thought, did I hear a song? I got to Google it. I think uh, my eyes are not great. Yeah, I thought the title of the song was "I Wish I Never Loved You." <laughs> Sounds about right. I think that was the name of a song this morning that I heard. I wish I, I never loved I you. I think so. Maybe not. Again, my eyes are not great right now. Is that about Alan Whimsy? <laughs> <laughs> It could be. I'm going to put pen to paper for a nice country song later on this afternoon. You could, man. Oh, that's funny. So, Jerry, interesting tonight, Yankees-Rays. Now, have we decided this Yankee pitcher, uh, Brito, Mr. Brito? His Johnny name, Brito. Even though it's spelled Jahani. Because he's pitching against a guy named Yanni. Yanni. Yanni and Johnny. Yanni, <laughs> Johnny versus Yanni. Yeah. Yanni Chirinos. Yes. Yeah, so Is he, he good? He is a, I think this is going to be an opener type situation. Oh, really? Because I know his last time out, um, and I only know this because I actually watched some of the highlights for whatever reason. Last time he pitched, he he gave you like a few innings in long relief. Uh, Was it Saturday? It was over the weekend Um, with all that rain. I was actually watching MLB highlight packages of -of out-of-town games. Nice. I was. So that's how I was actually familiar with his name when I saw it on the sheet this morning. Uh, that he was starting. So I would expect him to give you a couple of innings. 
Is he good? I guess. I mean, right now everybody's good for the Rays. Good point. I mean, they're twenty six and six. I guess the question I would have is forget Yanni Chirinos. My question would be like, how long can they keep this up for? So the Yankees have the Rays have a nine game lead over the Yankees on May fifth, and we're playing a what a three game series? Yeah, this weekend. Yeah, this, and yeah, then they play the Rays. I think next weekend at the stadium. I think. Yes. Man, so, that's a good. This could either. Uh, this could sink them. This could get out of hand quickly. Yeah. Or we close the gap. And if this was the Yankee lineup that they hoped to see, yeah. I wouldn't expect that, nor would I expect them to be nine games out. The problem is this lineup, the bottom half is hitting a buck eighty. I I don't know. Maybe they break out tonight. I know they won a couple of games against Cleveland and that was good. Uh Willie Calhoun and yeah. Jake Bauer. I mean guys you never heard of. Th- those are the guys you're relying on right now. And Johnny versus Yanni. That's who I'm relying on today. Johnny and Yanni. It's so funny. I Do saw the starters. I didn't even think about Johnny and Yanni. <laughs> well, because when I when I went to the starting pitchers, I see Johnny, but the H always throws me off. Right. So in my head, I, in my head, I always go Jahani, and then I look over Yanni. I was like, what? <laughs> Jahani versus Yanni? <laughs> the things you can't make up. Jahani yeah. and Yanni. <laughs> now the Tampa Rays do have another pitcher, Jerry Zach Eflin. Yeah, he's who, from the uh, Phillies. Remember? Uh, I did remember his mm-hmm. name. Yeah. I guess in the pirate game they played the pirates. I think it was in yesterday. If I think they had a day game, uh, and the the umpires made him take off his wedding ring while he was pitching. And he said over, that uh, he got married last year, I guess. And uh, some umpiring crews make him take the ring off. Some do not. I'm, I, my guess is that's probably in the rules that it's not allowed. And yeah. others look. I'm sure some look the other way. I would complain if I was a hitter. You'd probably see that ring. It'll throw you right off. Or you could scuff the ball with it. Or scuff the ball with it, or use it as grip. Mm-hmm. Well, I probably suppose, but you could probably scuff the ball pretty good. You know what? What if you got one of those here? You ever see those rubber rings people wear? Yes, those black rubber rings yeah, for working, rubber at, rings. working out and working. Yeah. Yes, yes, you wear that. That's got a little, a little tackification on it. Perfect. <laughs> you want glue on the rubber ring? <laughs> what if you're a pitcher like Justin Verlander? Not Justin Verlander. Max Scherzer comes out. He's got those rings on all five fingers. <laughs> Just to get a nice, good grip on the ball. I want to see Max Scherzer come out with sandpaper sticking out yeah. of his back pocket. <laughs> the, uh, the emery board. <laughs> Let's go old school. I feel like I remember as a kid there being a slow motion video of either one of the... One ne- of the Negroes. Yeah, one of the Negro yeah. brothers. Like tossing... You brought this up a couple of months ago yeah. and someone sent us the video. Yeah, of like tossing the the, the, the nail file yeah. thing. Whoop. You know what's so funny is how we glorify that and we yes. laugh about it. If that happened right now, the oh, guy yeah. would be demonized until the end of time. Yeah, we had no sports radio back then. I guess that's fun. But, I mean, you had columnists. Yeah. It was almost like it was accepted that guys are going to try and cheat. Right. I mean, spitballs. Gaylord Perry. Yeah. I mean, you know, I don't know. It's funny. And even I always bring up the amphetamines after they became a banned substance in the in the country in nineteen sixty five, I think it was. They were still taking amphetamines in the locker rooms before games. You know why? Because guys were exhausted. Guess what that is? Performance enhancing. But that was okay. Are are those the things they call greenies? The greenies, yeah, yeah. And supposedly the myth is, and I don't know this to be true, which is why I call it the myth, is that they would have when you would come into a clubhouse supposedly there would be one cooler that was labeled, however they labeled it, 
the high energy one, and then the other one would be like regular coffee. The one had the, Ooh, the they had speed high energy in it. coffee, that, like speed, huh? But that's what happened when you play 162 games. Guys are tired. Guys are going out and drinking all night. How do you get to the ballpark and perform? You need something. Eddie has a similar thing next to his Keurig in the office. There's the high energy coffee, <laughs> and then sure. the regular Keurigs. I'm sure he Keurig does coffees. Did you happen to see a, a video, audio slash video of Jeff McNeil? I do. I actually did, <laughs> and I actually did grab this too. This is. This, did I put it in? Oh, I didn't put it in. So my uh, yeah. So the setup is Jeff McNeil. Oh, yeah. as the Met, I got the, it. The Mets bats, as you said, yeah, very quiet. Yes. Now yesterday. this was though. This was early, and I believe this was after Fam single. Okay, so Jeff McNeil's up. Yes. He gets a cold third strike, which he's not happy with. No, neither was. And listen to the call because Gary and Keith thought it was a ball too. Oh. And I did watch it. It looks like a ball low and, and away. And then he yells a curse, so there's going to be a beep. Fam not running, and it's low ball four. No, they called strike three. <laughs> That's a late call by Adam Beck, and McNeil is hot. He's got a gripe. <laughs> you can hear pretty good. He said, are you blanking me? <laughs> yes. He screamed it. And he didn't say kidding. <laughs> no. What's funny is they didn't acknowledge that. Mm-mm. That was I great. don't think you can. I, yeah. Like, I've been in situations like that where I'm courtside at Rutgers, and you will hear an assistant coach or a head coach or a referee or a player as they're running by. They will scream out an expletive. You just got to just. Keep going. Pretend you didn't hear it. You yeah. just go, oh, Jeff McNeil is hot. And partly, as you said the other day, some of these words have just become part of everybody's vocabulary. Yeah. You don't even, I don't want to say you don't hear it, but you don't react to it. Don't react to it. No, not at all. Like my gaff the other day. Yes. And you're right. I didn't I didn't even hear it the first, because I watched it a couple times on video. Mm-hmm. Gary calls it bo- yes. low, low ball four. Yeah. Because it and it was and it was a late call. It was almost like the umpire was unsure of himself. So you add all of that, I could see why Jeff McNeil was hot. I totally get it. But I didn't throw him out of the game. No, which is nice. Some umpires would would have a very right. short fuse. I but don't maybe know the umpire, umpire knew. Was. Like maybe the minute he called it a strike, he was like, "Oh, it's probably a ball." You're probably right, but at the same time. I still think another umpire would throw him out. He's like, yeah, that was probably a ball. Mm. That was probably a low ball four. And I called him out. And the Mets have no hits. Well, they They, they had one. They had one at that point. They had one hit at that point. Yes. And it was early. It was the second inning. And was their third hit in the ninth inning with uh, Nimmo? Or did... uh, I can't think. I I don't remember how Nimmo got on first to to get thrown out on second. That's a good question. Tagged right on his... Can you tell we were playing football last night? Big head. Not watching? Yes. I took a gigantic nap yesterday. Oh. Which was outstanding. Tremendous. You know what? It was one of those naps. Usually I don't go longer than, you know, uh, 30 to 40 minutes. Yeah. Two hours. Two hour nap. Wow. It was phenomenal. Yes. Um, that was for Nimmo Singled. So their third hit of the night was in the, so their first hit was in the second inning. Their third <laughs> hit was in the ninth inning and not a whole hell of a lot in between. They did not do very well in between. Yeah. Oh my God. They had, let's see, the eighth, one, two, three. How about this inning in the seventh inning? Lindor, Alonzo, Fam, K, K, K. Yeah. Out. Strike. I mean, they struck out the side. Oh, my God. Went in order in the sixth inning. Went in order in the fifth inning. Jesus. And Marte singled in the fourth. And I heard Gary Cohen going, oh, they're going to throw him out there to, for a, a third third go-round of the Mets uh, lineup. He could and still then just be mowed, pitching. <laughs> yes. Mowed their asses right down anyway. <laughs> my God. 
Man, brutal. All right, 537, halfway home, more than halfway home. We've got Boomer and Geo coming up at the top on a summer Friday on The Fan. All set for your flight? Yep, I've got everything I need. Eye mask, neck pillow, T-Mobile, headphones. Wait, T-Mobile? You bet. Free in-flight Wi-Fi, 15% off all Hilton brands. I never go anywhere without T-Mobile. Same goes from a water bottle, chewing gum, nail clippers, okay, passport. I'm going to leave you to it. Find out how you can experience travel better at tmobile.com slash travel. Qualifying plan required. Wi-Fi were available on select U.S. airlines. Deposit and Hilton Honors membership required for 15% discount. Terms and conditions apply. When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. With threats to our nation waiting around every corner, adaptability is more important than ever. When conditions change without notice, quick strategic thinking is crucial. And with obstacles consistently impending, determination is essential in overcoming them. It's this willingness, decisiveness, and resilience that sets Marines apart. With our fighting spirit, we don't just fight battles, we win them. Marines are the constant our nation counts on to fight the unknown. And through adaptable problem solving, we do just that. Learn more at marines.com. Let's get it on. All right, I, I got to try to figure this one out. There's always a method to your madness. Last, last break, you came back with a fun summer country tune. Let's get it on. Why in Come the on. hell would you be playing well, this? Well, I'm playing this because Ed Sheeran won his lawsuit. Oh, he did? Yeah. Oh, okay. They, uh, the judge or the jury, however this came to be, claimed he did not rip off Let's Get It On. Okay. Uh, so I was glad that didn't drag on and on. So I was like, come on. Like, we got murderers out there that need to go to trial. Like, we don't need Ed Sheeran. <laughs> Tying up the courts? Yeah, with Marvin Gaye's family. Marvin Gaye's not even alive anymore. No, as you alerted me yesterday, yeah. he's been dead for 30 years. So uh, not liable. He said, this is Ed Sheeran, quote, I am not and never will allow myself to be a piggy bank for anyone to shake. Well, you can say that, but Good if the job. judge found him guilty, he yeah. would have been. Mm-hmm. And I did hear what you heard. Yeah. Same backbeat. I kind of get it, but it was a stretch. It was a bit of a stretch. It was a bit of a stretch because I feel like there are other songs you probably do that with. There's only so many beats you can have. Correct. That's the problem with music. I saw him uh, in this hallway a couple times over the years, mm-hmm. and I always pretend not to know who he is. <laughs> I, mean, I say hi to him just like I would say hi to a coworker. I think he probably appreciates yeah. that. He might also think, like, that guy didn't know me. Or he goes, older, bald dude, this guy's no idea who I am. He's a classic rocker. Could be. Yeah. That's true. Little he- does he know, I saw him in concert one time. Where? Uh, Mr. Craig Carton and I went to go see Taylor Swift at MetLife Stadium. Oh, uh, with... And he opened up. With his kids. Yeah, with Craig's yes. kids. Yeah. Back in the day, when he opened up. Think he about that. He opened up. And no one knew who he was. It was no, pretty I'm cool. No, I'm sure. I always think about that, too, when I... Try and remember some of the opening acts from big shows that I've seen in the past, like who hit it big. Yeah. Now, I couldn't tell you who that is right now, but I'm sure I've seen really good bands that I wasn't interested in yeah. that turned out to be big. What was it? Well, I remember what was interesting about him, even if you didn't know his music, and not many people did at the time, is he 
was up on stage, just him and a guitar, and he had all this gear, and he would, uh, and I think he still does this, like he created live loops, so he'd play something mm. on the guitar and record it, and then he'd play something else on another beat, and then sing over that once it got all looped up. How about that? Yeah, it was, it was uh, interesting. I, speaking, well, I don't know if this is interesting or not, but it's music related. So on satellite, I don't know why I did this. I went to the 40s channel. 1940s? Yes. And I thought it would be cool to listen to the 19th Bing Crosby game. (laughs) (laughs) What is this? I I just went from the 40s. I gave it three minutes. Then I went to the 50s, to the 60s, to the 70s, to hear the different way music sounded. And it's so, it's funny because I actually feel when you listen to it, it's obvious the era you're in. Yes. They all have a specific, even the, what we call classic rock now, even the rock of the 80s had a certain rock sound that yeah. the rock of today doesn't. It really was, it was, it was goofy but cool at the same time. And it's funny how it really is, and it's never exactly like they'll say, oh, the 1980s music really was from like 81 to maybe 90 or 91. Sometimes it doesn't, it's not those perfect. exact perfect 10 years. But the era. But Right, but there is a shift like. Yep. You're right. Like you just drop a song and go, I know what I can tell you what era this was. The Which f- decade? The first song I heard on the forties channel was This is the Streets of New York City. There were no lyrics, it was just music. I'm like, all right, I'll give it one more chance. And then Bing Crosby came on and he's singing terribly. But <laughs> Bing Crosby was on. And then I went to the fifties channel and it was She's so fine or he's so fine. Do rang or whatever the hell it was. I'm like, oh, it's like do up. Like, just different. Well, it's not even long ago on CBS FM. They were mainly 50s and 60s. Yes. With an occasional 70s. And now it's all, like, 80s. It is. And they they mix in some 90s, which makes me feel really old. But they actually have, Odyssey's done a good job. CBS FM has an HD2 channel, or HD3 maybe, I forget. And I think Scott Shannon's still on it. And if you still want to hear music from the 50s and 60s, you can find it on the HD band. Which is pretty cool, actually, and it's commercial free. I keep CBS FM on uh, with the Odyssey app for my dog okay. while I'm at work. All right. Because I thought it would be confusing for her to hear my voice on the radio. And you're not home. And I'm not home, yeah. Well, you're giving CBS FM some good numbers. <laughs> she, she sure is. <laughs> Look at this. We're streaming a million minutes a month, Al Dukes. <laughs> Our listenership among female greyhounds is through the roof <laughs> right now. Think you know the Brooks Ghost? Think again. Introducing the all-new, better-than-ever Ghost 16. Now with nitrogen-infused cushioning for lightweight, supreme softness that feels good every step, every street, every single day. So go ahead. Take your daily joyride in the all-new nitrogen-infused Ghost 16. It'll turn your everyday miles into everyday endorphins. Let's run there. Head to brooksrunning.com to learn more. We all know baseball is a long season. I'm Brett Boone from the Brett Boone Podcast. This summer, take a trip down memory lane with me and hear from the legends of the game. So far this year, I've had conversations with Randy Johnson, Pete Rose, Deion Sanders. Plus, every week we look at the state of Major League Baseball, which teams are exceeding expectations, which ones are struggling to meet them. Follow and listen to the Brett Boone Podcast on the free Odyssey app or wherever you get your podcasts. Uh, we got Nick's Heat, Jerry, tomorrow night. Finally. Or tomorrow afternoon. Tomorrow oh, afternoon. Oh, my God, finally. 3.30 p.m. Yeah. 
a uh, story from Mr. Howard Stern came out yesterday related to this, and I'm trying to figure out. To the Nixon Heat? Yes, that's correct. Uh, To Nick's basketball. And his claim was, he was talking to Robin, his longtime sidekick, and he doesn't go to Nick's games anymore because he's a... He's really a recluse now. But he's been in studio this week. Yeah, I was trying to figure that out, why that. Yeah, so I guess maybe he's making his way out. But he said when he was going to Knicks games, the black players would not say hello to him. He said black and white officials would, but the black players would only say hello to Tracy Morgan, who he was sitting next to, or Chris Rock, who he was sitting next to. Now, my thought is they don't know who he is. That's possible. Right? If they're not listening, how would you? Why would you? You would think he's just a rich guy sitting courtside. Correct. Yeah. Like he doesn't translate to the age of current basketball players. Yeah, that's true. Right? I would think not. I would think his listenership is people you are my age and your age and older. Yeah. He thought it was a racial thing, but I really think they just don't know who, like, there's tons of people sitting courtside who you have no idea who they are. Correct. Oh, there's no doubt. They put people on the on the screen because MSG did a really good job tweeting out a video from the Nick game the other night about all the celebrities that were there. I would say out of the 16 or 17 that they showed, there were four or five, no idea who they were. Not a clue Correct. who they were. And they put their name up. I didn't know who they were. Well, remember Sauce Gardner. Right. And that's Howard Stern's, what, 65? Uh, I don't even yeah. know what he is. Late 60s. Okay. He didn't know, uh, what's her name, Jessica Alba, who's 42. Yeah, sauce. So that makes sense that these younger guys don't know who he is. Right. Of course. Absolutely. But when you have a guy like, and because Howard's only on satellite now. Tracy yes. Morgan, you still see, still doing stand-up. He's got specials on Netflix. Right. Chris Rock, clearly. Dave but Chappelle. What's, what is wrong with Jamie Foxx? I don't know. And why is it so secretive? They won't say what it is, other he, than he's not getting better. Yeah, he's, he's got some strange medical condition. And I even saw a headline, oh, update on Jamie Foxx. I was like, all right, let me read this. And the update was... No, no update. No update. Right. And they're still re- they're doing Shazam without him or his daughter. Obviously not without him, but his daughter's not doing it either without him. Yeah, very like mysterious, student. Jerry. Scary. Yeah. Very scary. Oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. All right, we got one final segment for you on the other side of the break. And we've also got Boomer and Gio. I can see them in the newsroom. They're standing by... They're chomping at the bit to get in here. We'll do that next. Right now, we will do an Odyssey Sports Minute. Her name is Amy Lawrence. You know what she's talking about, Al? That it was time for Mike Budenholzer to go. How about How about that? It's the dynamic duo of Al and Jerry. The superheroes of WFAN. All right, the guys standing by. Mets lost again. Uh, Yankees, Rays tonight. Mets and the Rockies tonight. The Giants gave Dexter Lawrence a four-year extension. Oh, Devils, Hurricanes tonight. What else? So check this out, Jerry. Tomorrow at City Fields, it's Mental Health Awareness Day at the Met game. I might have to go to that. <laughs> That'll Front get row. you out. Front row. <laughs> I throw out the first pitch. And check this out, Jerry. In lieu, I'm reading from the Mets press release. In lieu of the traditional seventh inning stretch, the Mets will hold a mindful meditation. Wait, oh. time out. Hold on a second. Yeah. Hold on, hold on, hold on. That's big, Jerry. I'm Mindfulness. All, I am all for the mindful meditation. Yeah. In the fifth inning. They're, They're getting, getting rid want... of the seventh yeah. inning stretch? No stretching. But, but you know people are going to be annoying if I'm trying out there mindfully meditating. You're going to tell me 30,000 people are going to go, um... <laughs> 
I don't think mindful meditation is home. No. It's just deep breathing, Jerry. And you breathe You're not going to get 30,000 people deep breathing at the same time. Will. I think you could get them. Sounds like a weird porno flick. Breathe in, Come Jerry. On. Hold it and breathe out. Imagine you think the Mets... they would do that with the PA announcer? They might, I, I guess. I think it's going to happen. But again, why the seventh inning? Why wouldn't you do that in the fifth or the sixth? Because we because you already have their attention. Seventh inning, I know I'm supposed to be but up and stretching. You don't think that would annoy people? Yeah, like some people look people. Fu- well. <laughs> That's the- WFAN WFAN FM WFAN FM HD One New York, always live on the free Odyssey app.